1515 that probably presents the wrestling roundtables, the raw, the bad, the ugly, the podcast where you take what we like, doesn't like, and what was just flat out horrendous. It is your favorite tag team partners, me, Stutter Pearl. It's Miller. How was your week, sir? It was decent. That's what's up. That's what's up. Mine was decent, too. Nothing. Nothing too exciting. Just a week. Yeah, just a week. Get my work done. Yep. Anyway, I'm finna just get right to it then. Oh, okay. Like, Damn. Oh, oh, you got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing, man. Yeah. Um. But, ooh, pick. Sorry, watching the game. <sighs> Tua just threw a pick. Um. Anyway. Move on from that. Do you have a match to watch for, sir? <sighs> it was rough because um, there's so much good wrestling. So, I'm gonna say it's a tie. I, I can't decide. So, number one. Brian Danielson versus Dax Harwood. Just because it was just some that good, good, good fucking wrestling, man. Yeah. Nobody did any... Uh, and uh, you know I love the flippy shit, so don't... Mm-hmm. But it was not... No flying, uh, twisting, uh, shooting yeah, star was, presses, none of that. It, it just was old school gritty wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. Chops and punches. Matt well, wrestling. Punches. Matt show, wrestling. Yeah. You know, I just loved it. Mm-hmm. And all because Dax just challenged them. That's all it takes, baby. Yeah. It's all it takes. That's just what I like. I just want to challenge um, you. That's yeah, it. I just want to challenge you. And then my second one is Ricochet um, versus uh, Escobar. Um, man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Now, I know you're not a fan of Lucha Underground. I get that. So before I even go into this, we understand. <laughs> but, um, you know, you, a lot of times you get these runbacks and people who aren't aware or haven't seen you go, oh, um, this was a totally different match from the match that they had in Lucha Underground, which was so dope. Um, and they just put together something that I thought was just, man. Um, it's, only one, it's, it's a minor reason why I chose a different match as okay. my Raw over this one. Oh, okay. And and so for me, I just felt like, man, um, it was one of those things where you get to see kind of, how do I say it, Triple H's vision per se. Or maybe not necessarily his vision or just, like, what he wants to do. Because this is not something you would have got mm-hmm. under Vince. Um, and just Gunther coming out and yep. looking at him like, all right, yep. you next. And, like, you know that's going to be a really good match. Do I mm-hmm. think Ricochet is going to win? No. No. Because, obviously, they setting up for Braun. Oh, yeah. But it's a really, really... Well, I don't even know if they're setting up for Braun so much as... You think they're setting up for Braun to go against Gunther? Yeah, because you keep attacking him and keep coming out. Well, I know that. Like, that, that match is going to happen. Yeah, Braun Strowman versus Gunther. 
Well, oh, okay, you're saying, yeah, no, I know the yeah. match. I thought you meant, like, setting up the Intercontinental title oh, for no. Braun. I was like, hmm, I don't know. No. I think Gunther could win. And then, yeah. you know, even more, no. like, fuck, this guy's a... No, 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 I'm not. Cool. No, I don't think he's going to win the belt. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think, that that's some Vince McMahon type shit. Okay, cool. I yeah. just make it, that's what I thought you were trying to say, my bad. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, those two matches I thought were well worth the free price of watching on television, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so if you can go out of your way to watch them, definitely do so. Yeah. News and rumors? Um, William Regal, his contract is supposedly up, and that his write-off on, um, Wednesday, you know, being attacked or double-crossed by MJF was exactly that. Um, and he's going to rejoin WWE, uh, possibly, uh, it's it said, as a, with a backstage role. And then, I think it goes without saying, he's probably going to have a lot to do with when NXT Europe gets restarted. He'll have a lot to do with that, so that's going to be dope. But other than that, I mean, it's just, um, a lot of people are like, oh, it's bad for AEW and all that. I can't really say... It's not a plus or a bad. It's just enough. It's a. Ta- I, I'm not gonna say another talent. Does he add something to to AEW? Of course. Like mm-hmm. you can't say enough about that. But you gotta remember, nobody ever thought he would ever be available. In yeah. in no world nobody was William was Re- Regal gonna be fucking available for TK. So no, he didn't you know really have and, a. And like one of my issues with AEW anyway is like there's too many, like, out front. Old wrestlers, mm, okay, in the company. You, I see you're talking you're about saying. Billy and, Gunn, and I value what you're Christian. saying because you're a day one. Yeah. So a day one looking at it like, yeah. yo, like it's uh-huh. too many of them out front. Gotcha. Versus, uh, like you look at it now because they just added Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. too. So it's like, and you got Sting, which I don't mind Sting and no, shit like that. that. No, no, yeah, on, yeah, <laughs> right. Shit. But and Jeff Jarrett, I'll give Jeff Jarrett credit. That tag team match was pretty entertaining on yeah. Rampage, and we all know Jeff Jarrett could go. But anyway, right. go ahead. Yeah. But, but I get but, what you're saying. Your point. Yeah, but my point is, like, AEW if I saw is. them every once in a while, would be good. But seeing them on a week-to-week basis is my problem. Yeah. And and it's only because I think the focus got to be on your your younger, your young talent and your superstars that you already have. Yeah. So, yeah. hell That's a yeah, good-ass I need point. them points. Yeah. That's a good ass point. That's a good ass point. Because I'm just looking at it from from a perspective of he will always be in addition to anything you have mm-hmm. going on backstage or otherwise. Yeah. Definitely, no question about it. But from a business standpoint, and I always look at things from that optic. If me and Sterl were running a wrestling promotion and like TK, Steve Regal is available. You didn't have a plan for this motherfucker mm-hmm. to ever be available. Because in what world again yeah. would he ever be available? So you get him for what you can. Yeah. And if it's a year, then you learn from that year. And if he wants to stay, he stays. But you get why. Yeah. But this also is the atmosphere people wanted. Because mm-hmm. had there not been that, where would William Regal be? Yeah. At home, not being able to do anything. Because there was and no the alternative. Why, and the reason why nobody ever thought William Regal would be accessible like this is because nobody thought that they would try to take NXT to a whole different direction. Right, right. But then they did. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, you do realize that this dude is the reason why NXT... Mm -hmm. I'm like, shit, that's just crazy. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you you take the reins from Triple... And and I get it. At the time, it, it was almost like they found the perfect opportunity to take it from Triple H. 
Because remember, he started having the heart issues yep. and stuff like yep. that. Yep, and they found the time to come in and be like, oh, I don't like how this is going. Yeah. And not only that, I still wholeheartedly, not to go deep dive into that whole thing again, but you can check out that podcast where we talk about Vince Man. Yeah. Um, but um, I think wholeheartedly, a lot of the releases had to do with like, fuck, I got to get this money to do this. And like, because if you look at it, it made no sense. Not only that, it was during the pandemic, which goes back into something that TK said not long ago when people were criticizing him. He was like, hey, what other wrestling owners, and this wasn't a shot at Vince, it was just reality, yeah. what other wrestling owners were trying to give people jobs during the pandemic when there was no work? Right. When I was signing folks mm-hmm. during the pandemic when they were getting released because I was like, could, he could have just said, these are the people I got and I'm going to run with the thing I got. Yeah. But he's smart. He's like, okay, Keith Lee. You know, like, I'm not going to let that slip through my hands. If I get him for a while, I'll take it and see what we get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you may, Keith Lee may leave when his contract's up. That could yeah. happen. I'm just using him as an example or a perfect example. I think it's a realistic room. expectation that Keith, Lee, that Keith Lee leaves when his contract's up. One, his because, that. Yeah, one yeah. because his wife is there and then you got Triple H factor yeah. in that. Because what Triple H was An able to do with unfinished business yeah. type thing. Yeah, it makes sense. But in the end of the day, you do what you got to do to to um, enhance the product. And then mm-hmm. you build those relationships, too. Because look at it like this. Swerve actually talks about how his relationship with TK is tighter than the relationship than he had like with Triple H or Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he even talked about how he's more of a Shawn Michaels guy because Shawn let him do more than Triple H did. But... Like, Swerve is getting the chance to kind of be himself and yeah. write his own, bring in people that he knows. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. Like, you sign people, and you may develop this relationship where he's like, yo, yeah. I, this is where I want to be mm-hmm. over that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like you said, Keith Lee could very well go, but it's an experience he has. And I said that last week, too. Remember, yeah. I, I said that, you know, people may not agree with me, but Hit Row ain't the same nah. without Swerve. It's different. It is. And it's like, shit. That like, like, what Swerve was able to bring to that group, it brought them. To me, I think it just made them better. I think what it what he brought to the group was that, from my perspective, being kind of a hardcore fit was like the wrestling part of it. Yeah. Um, and then like his own identity too. On top mm-hmm. of that, like I'm Swerve. Yeah. I'm in Hit Row, but, like, I, you guys know yeah. what this is. This is a brand. Yeah. Like, you know what this is. You know what I do. Mm-hmm. And for me to be aligned with them shows you that they're pretty dope, too. Yeah. And it's like, with oh boy as the front man, I get it, but he has more to prove mm-hmm. as far as in-ring to us than Swerve, where he's, quote-unquote, yeah, over yeah. already. He was already over, and he, but he seemed like the proven leader right. in the group. Even if he wasn't, yeah. it was kind of like, but it's not even so much... Like uh, being a leader, as far as a leader, as in in ring, like we know who this. Yeah, like, yeah, this is yeah. the figurehead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like to yeah. me, top dollar just leaves. I, honestly, look, I'm not trying to body shame nobody, but top dollar got to lose weight. Because do you see how he moves in the ring? Oh, I don't like. Like I, I have I, the way he moves for me. I'm like he moves pretty good for a big dude. Nah, and you gotta have big no, dudes. Nah, I don't when like... I sit there and say how he moves, I'm talking about like he's stiff. Like you could tell, like he, there's that's... no limber to him. But like, I don't... either that or this motherfucker got a stretch. One or two, something gotta happen. Yo. I feel like he's one of those guys. Like I watch a lot of wrestling. There's a lot of guys who kind of do, especially like again, I'm not an expert, but especially a lot of guys who that's not their first thing. 
You know, he's a uh, football. So everything with him is formulary. Some of it could be because of when he played football. That could it, be. But I think but a like, lot of it is formulary. Like when you yeah. watch them, it's more of a dance than it is like it clicks mm-hmm. in my head. This is what I do. This is what we're going to do. It's more yeah, of a yeah. like, okay, punch. And then oh, I got to mm-hmm. remember to, you know, I'm remembering yeah. the step by step, then more of a flow. So it looks and stiff I always, as fuck. But when I say these things, though, I speak of it from a longevity oh, yeah. type of thing. And it's like, yo, man, like I, I see the way you moving around in the ring. And like long term, I don't see it working for you. So then now where does that leave Ashanti Diodonis in this tag team? I don't know. Because here goes somebody who's going to be able to move around in the ring, not have any issues with it. But here's this other guy whose body is beat to shit. Pliability, yo. That's all I'm just trying to say. Like, he has to become more pliable. Whether that's through stretches, like, that, whether that's through losing some weight, something. Because I ain't saying that he got to get big and buff and shit like that. He ain't got to go the brown route. I'm not asking for that. I was just asking for him to get his health right so he can do this longer. That's all. But, anyway. What else do we have? Um, Final Battle is going to be on the 10th. It has a special start time at 3 p.m. Uh, Central Time, I believe. Uh, the main event is Chris Jericho versus Claudio um, for the ROH title. And if Claudio loses, he has to join the Jericho Appreciation Society. And then there's uh, Mercedes Martinez versus Athena for the ROH Women's Championship. Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson for the TV Championship. That's just going to be fucking wild. All and see, they, they're and then, doing what I thought WWE should have been doing with the fucking OC. Oh. And then Keith Lee versus Shane Taylor. That's going to be dope, which was one of my favorite moments from Rampage. When Shane Taylor came, I said, what the fuck? Where did this dude come from? And then he brought up, uh, and him bringing up, he was like, man, you have a bad uh, reputation of leaving family. You left Swerve in in your match. And then he said, you left, uh, talking about one indie dude that a lot of people don't, um, weren't familiar with. Um, You left him in Houston. And then you remember six years ago, you left me in ROH. Like, this is what you do. We got unfinished business. I'll see you in, uh, what's name? I was like, I was going to ask you what happened on Rampage because I didn't get to, because I didn't watch it because I forgot to record it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man. I was like, that's crazy. So that match, I'm looking forward to that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, Shane Taylor's a big motherfucker, too. But he can Like, because, like, I was, and see, that's my, and see, I don't give him the criticism. Because he's a big dude who can move. I can tell his body is still in the shape of, like, I can move around this motherfucker. Gotcha. Like, 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 okay. he doesn't look all stiff and, like, he's hurt already and shit mm-hmm. like that. I got what you're saying. Yeah. Shane Taylor doesn't look like that. But he's a big dude. And I know this motherfucker's a big dude because I didn't even know at the time. But we at ROH at one of the shows. And this motherfucker ended up using the bathroom right next to me. I'm like, like this big motherfucker. Like, first off, because one of my pet peeves is like, when all these other urinals are open, why the fuck you got to stand next to me? I, like, that's one of my pet peeves. It's shit. It was like, 
There's all these other toilets. But this motherfucker came right next to me, even though all these other urinals was open. So that's the only reason why I even gave it some attention and look, because usually I'm, I'm just focused on my business. And there's this big motherfucker there. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker is big. Shit. I hate for this motherfucker to land on me. It crushed my ass. Shit. Yeah, I like Shane Taylor, though. One of my favorite wrestlers, for real. What else you got? Um, that's about it, man. Oh, Buddy Matthews' um, contract might be up soon. I think it's supposed to end in, like, February or something. Mm-hmm. But he talked about, you know, there's a bunch of things he could do. But yeah. we'll see. Once again, though, that's one of those. He was available and, like, nobody knew. Everybody's going to expect him to go back to WWE. Because his wife is there. Yeah, girl. Same thing. They're not married. Oh, yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Malachi Black, though. His contract, whenever it ends up being up, he could end up going back to. I think Brody King is built for AEW, though. I think he'll be the one who, like, stands out from... Not not stands out as a sense like he's better than everybody, but I think Mm -hmm. if, if they all left, he'd be the one, like, to stay. Yeah. He fits that mold more. He's that yeah. free spirit. He's oh, I love Rocky King. And it's one of those things too. You know, I've thought about if he comes back, are they going to do this whole thing with Rhea and Alexa and how you broke my man's heart type shit? Why, you think <laughs> the they would do life. that? Yeah, they would. Jesus they, Christ! They, I don't know if Triple H would do that, bro. Like they tried it before. He's yes. done it. When did he do it? You didn't oh, use real with, life with, shit. Yeah, with Test, Stephanie McMahon. Triple H, H didn't. That wasn't Triple H. That was Vince writing the shit. Well, Triple whatever, H going, I'm going to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know if Vince would. I don't know if Triple H is trying to go down well, that yeah, route. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he may not. Let's get a get away yeah, from yeah, that yeah. a little bit. But then again, you know. Who knows? Who knows? But I, I could see him being like, yeah, let's not. not. It's kind of. We're trying to get away from that. Yeah. Plus, I feel like he's been trying to make a division outside of. What what's the name has going on the mm-hmm. um Judgment Day. Yeah. Besides what they got going on, I think he's been trying to keep the women's issues separate from the men. Like you don't have to have something going mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Like they got their no, own which, shit going I, which on. Which I do like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't I, mind that. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't always have to you know my man said we mm-hmm. don't need that every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's such lazy bucket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's the easy way It's yeah. the easy way. All right. I think that's it. I got that's all I got. Man. All right. What was your raw, sir? We'll my right into it. Raw oh shit, man! He just yeah. did I do a match to watch? No, like, my raw. Um, I I'm gonna give my raw to MJF and uh, William Regal segment. The reason why is I thought it was well done, and I was totally fucking shocked. Mm-hmm. I was like, and that doesn't happen often, so I gotta give credit when I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, wait a minute. Um, and that's exactly how I felt because mm-hmm. I did not see that coming um, to where, you know what I'm saying, that it'd be a, a situation where there was a double cross. Mm-hmm. And I want to see where that goes because, again, it's brand new. This whole The whole thing with MJF is going to be brand new. Um, and so that, that for me was, was the raw, just feeling like, whoa, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. And the explanation made sense, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you really wanted to see the devil. You were even stupider for trusting the devil. And yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. Now, I, now, you can't do anything but hate him. And it gives fuel to the fire of Brian Danielson getting that first shot. Because now it's not... Now, you know, him gaining wins or whatever, he has that traction to challenge. And now it's, like, even more intense. It's not just him being number one contender. Like, you 
beat up my mentor. I'll fuck you up. Yeah, which, you know, the only thing is, and I, and I get it, and this is one of those things where I feel like this is how you back yourself in these corners. Because I don't want to see Daniel Bryan going against MJF unless Daniel Bryan is going to win the belt. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Daniel Bryan is going to win the no, belt. No, he's not. And, like, I'm, I don't want to... The next match I see Daniel Bryan challenging for the AEW title, I need him to win. I don't want him to be uh, a bridesmaid and never a bride in these in these matches and shit. I'm just ready for him to actually be able to... Yeah, go ahead. I, I don't want to... I, I, I feel your point. It doesn't discredit yeah. what your feelings are. But he literally said in an interview he does not want to be the AEW champion because he feels like it's for the younger generation and he's there to boost them and all this other shit. Doesn't mean he wouldn't win it at some point, but he already... Yeah, but, so it makes me be like, damn. So that's why I kind of yeah. feel like you feel like, fuck, But man, that's how you're going to legitimize them, though, is by you actually winning it. No, nobody said that you got to have this long-ass run. Oh, no. But I, by you winning it is how you're going to be able to legitimize the younger talent actually holding this belt. Or well, I don't. I don't one hundred percent agree with that. Only because you don't have to win to put somebody over. You losing puts people over though. You feel what I'm saying? Like if you do it right, but not when you constantly losing for it. But who did you lose to? That's what matters. That's the difference. Quality losses versus. And he's lost to people where it's been like whoa, and he you know like his loss to Daniel Daniel Garcia was an elevating loss. Like it elevated yeah. Daniel Garcia. Yeah. So I feel like they I mean, used I, those right. I get you. I feel you about the he challenged Kenny Omega, but wasn't that the last time he challenged for the belt? Yeah, he hasn't had a challenge a champ. um, Oh no, No, he did. But see, that kind of I won't hold that against TK and them because that wasn't the plan. It wasn't the plan, though. Remember? I was just saying, man. I just need him, like honestly, to me. Because if you because when you lose so many times going for the belt, and it's not, it's going to be when he loses this time. Yeah. Yeah. That's still that's a lot. It's not like AEW is old as shit, bro. True. <laughs> I'm just saying. But it's at the like, same time, I was well, saying yeah. it's like because we do complain about the WWE yeah. repeat championship yeah. matches. So I get what you. All I'm saying is, but and when I say this is why you back yourself in the corner, because then like now, like it might be overkill if you have Mox challenge for the belt. He's not challenging anytime. No, no, I'm no. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, which. But that would be the one that makes the most sense. Like, oh, this is what happened. Fuck that. I need my shot. But I think that's where Adam, I think that's why they went with, why I like Moxley versus Adam Adam Page Page. right out the box. Yeah. And with I do like that too, but I'm just saying. I think that sets up Adam Page to get his revenge. Mm -hmm. And then he could be the next challenge in MJF and probably will lose to MJF because we know. But, so if you, this is the only defense I'll say in that. If you take away the Grand Slam. You know, mm-hmm. whoever wins the championship between him and Moxley, he's yeah. really only had, this would have been his second shot at the uh, AEW World Championship. Mm-hmm. It's only been his second. Yeah. So, but, it's not. but you just don't want him <laughs> to lose. I, but I feel what you're saying. You don't want to see him lose. Yeah. I feel you on that. Yeah. But it would only be his second. Now, mm-hmm. he did lose a ROH championship match. So in championship matches, you are tired of seeing him be the bridesmaid. Yeah. Which I can respect. Championship mm-hmm. matches, yes. Which again goes back to last week when I said you blur the lines with AEW and ROH too much. Which he said he would stop doing. I'm I'm glad about that. Mm-hmm. But that's where it gets blurred because to you now he's had 
yeah, umpteen yeah. championship matches and he hasn't. He had mm-hmm. a pure championship match. Yeah. He had an ROH World Championship match, mm-hmm. and this would only be technically his third chance at the ROH or at the AEW World Championship. Yeah, but from the optic, it's a lot. So I feel you. Yeah. So, Did you do your raw yet? Or was no, that no, all no. about my raw? Cool. What's your raw, sir? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so first off, I want to get to the reason, and you could say it's petty. But fuck it, call me Petty Roosevelt then. But the only reason why I couldn't put Ricochet um, number one against uh, Santos Escobar was because they kept doing this thing where the rest of Legato Fantasma was trying to be distracting or threatening to hit uh, ricochet and shit and I'm just like logically speaking this isn't a if you get disqualified I don't win something so go ahead that's why I kept thinking the whole time it's like go ahead and hit me right because if, if you do I win he's disqualified and I win and I get the world he cup he wants to I, win with and, honor and I get to be the one to face Gunther for yeah. the for the Intercontinental Championship. But then I got to thinking too, wouldn't that have been perfect anyway? That they got Santos Escobar disqualified. Gunther is like, see, you don't respect the ring. You took an easy victory out to face me for my for my belt. I said, damn, that would have been a good-ass fucking story. Didn't happen. <laughs> Match was still great, though. But I was just like, man, no, fuck that. I wouldn't even tease that. If anything, matter of fact, they should have left the rest of Legato Del Fantasma in the back. This should have just been, you might have had what's name out there, Zelina. But this should have just been one-on-one for the World Cup. Yeah. The World Cup. That's how I would have left it. But, because that didn't happen. Listen, I'm telling you this. This shit is going to seven matches. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, yo, Death Triangle and the Elite, just, they just keep, to use Seamus' words, putting banger. on banger after banger after banger. And, like, this is just the third match. And, like... Man, it looked kind of scary. You you almost thought these motherfuckers were to go down 3-0. Like, damn, are they gonna have the elite get swept? What what man? Obviously that didn't happen. It's 2-1 right now. And this is going to, to seven because the way they advertised it and in the shows that they have coming up, and they already said this is where the seventh match would be. I'm like, I don't think they're gonna sit there and put that on TV unless. They already know they finna have this go to seven. But this fucking match was good. And I got a question to ask you. Who's coming on top? Who's coming out on top? I think what we're going to end up seeing is... Um, we're probably going to have the Elite come out on top. Because there's going to be a riff with Ray Phoenix. Not with Pac, but with Penta. I think that's going to happen. Because Penta's been a heel. Mm-hmm. Ray hasn't, and I think Ray's going to continue to be a face 
because he's a draw and he's a good person to have um, as like the the hero guy. And so I think that's where they could go with it. Even if they don't go that route, I still think that the um, elite end up being the champions because it was obviously the plan before all the brawl out bullshit. Um, so I think they're just getting back to that, but without being sloppy and like, oh, they just won the belt back. Mm-hmm. It's like do something creative and fun. And then we'll get there. So it's kind of a vehicle to not only do whatever you're doing with Pac, Penta, and Ray Phoenix, but also um, do something on on that end with um, the elite. You know what I like too was that this was one of maybe they did it too early because this would have been perfect during the NBA playoffs. Because mm. like cause this, that's kind of how they have to oh, set wow. up. Oh like, wow, that would have been yeah, dope, yeah. man. Like, that would have been dope. Like, oh man, like, in June if yeah. they had this going on, yeah. seven game series, right? Um, but I like to see more of this. Yeah, because now I, I can sit there and be like, okay, this is why I keep having this match week after week. Or right, month give it a reason yeah. instead of like, oh, book again. Like, damn, right. man. It's not yeah. that they just booking this. The only thing was I thought that this meant that the that they won the trios championship, but I guess it just no. means they won a match yeah. in it. You got to, like, earn it. God damn, mm-hmm. that's rough. Yeah. We got one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so um, I think the first match was for the trios championship. Right, and then when Tony yeah. decided to do mm-hmm. six and oh, Yep. So, um, no, like, that was, I felt like that's creative, too, the way they're doing this. Um, yeah, that, that, that'd that be my raw. Uh, I would say this. If the hammer doesn't come into play until the seventh match, then Death Triangle is going to win. Mm-hmm. If, the tr- if the hammer comes into play before that, and if it goes into play like you said, where Ray Phoenix is gonna is gonna be the one to leave, it's only gonna be because Penta used it, mm-hmm. and Ray Phoenix didn't like it. But if Ray Phoenix uses it, it's gonna happen in the seventh match. That's my prediction. Okay. What was your bad, sir? Um, <sighs> my bad. I mean, nothing was horrible. I know I say that a lot, uh, that, you know, nothing, uh, nothing was horrible or whatever, but I feel like, I don't want to call Raw bad, right? But, again, it, it suffers so bad from not having the Raw championship on there. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like you always get left with kind of like, okay, that's how we're ending it? And it's like, yeah, Kevin Owens versus um, Jay Uso was really good. Mm-hmm. It was a good match. Um, but it's like, he just, you know, it's over Bye. <laughs> like we're going off the air now. And yeah. it was like, huh? Nothing yeah. happens. Like y'all not going to do nothing. Yeah. There's no, where are we going next week? So that's what I think before you might've said it while we were starting the podcast or before we started, but it's like nothing progresses or goes anywhere. But part of that is there's no raw. There's a difference between Kevin Owens wins by beating Jay Uso mm-hmm. and something happens Whereas if he was the champion and Kevin Owens beats Jey Uso standing at the end holding up the belt, there's a different feeling. You feel what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you're looking yeah, yeah. at, oh, the champion stands tall. At least you're leaving mm-hmm. with that. And maybe it's nitpicky, which is why it's my bad yeah. and I'm my ugly. But it's like, at least you're leaving with this statement of like the champion stands tall. 
where you just like Kevin Owens stands tall. Mm-hmm. All right, fade the black. <laughs> like okay, yeah. that was cool. Like, I think that's um, <laughs> anticlimactic. Which is like why we gonna we gonna match bads. Okay, it is gonna be raw and my and the reason why for me is because of what you just spoke on. It's the it's the storyline pretty pretty much. Is either the storylines aren't really that interesting, or the storylines aren't developing like they should. There's no real good maturation process, or the storylines just come from out of nowhere, right? Like, not. I mean, I'm not gonna sit there and say that Elias and Riddle is really out of nowhere. They've been trying to build this up. But for them to sit there and be like, all right, they go against the Usos next week. And then if they win, then they go against Drew McIntyre and um, Sheamus for the tag titles after that. And it's just like, what are we doing here? Like, to me, the easiest thing to do is just like, you should have just had Riddle. This is one of those opportunities where since... You didn't really do a proper build to just have Riddle and Elias go against um, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, and the winner goes against the Usos. Now the Usos have to sit here. They got to go. They got to beat them, which they didn't earn this match. Mm. But then now they got to go, and they got to beat them. And then it's really kind of like, why am I in a situation where I have to earn a right to face these other two who really haven't did anything to deserve, deserve a tag match? Right, shoot? right, right, right. Yep. That's what y'all doing. So instead of the people chasing the champions, you got the tag teams, champions chasing the challengers. That doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm just like, nah, you know, or how Bobby Lashley was a no-show and how come he's still not trying to get the U.S. title Mm -hmm. that he technically didn't Didn't lose. Yeah. I mean, he lost, but he didn't, like, he didn't take the pin or anything. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing right now. And um, they got to do better. They just have to do better. Do better. All right. Um, What was your ugly, sir? You know what? Before you get to your ugly, I wanna um, I want you to try my tequila though, before we go on to the to the ugly. It's fucking random as shit, bro. Yeah, I know. But it was. I won't even give you a lot because I know you don't drink. You are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You are. You know. You like. You like the green. You know. Um. But around here. I like me a good tequila, so I want you to this try is like that. Tequila. I want you to try that. This is uh, some coral. Well, let me get a, uh, something to drink to uh, follow this for my ass. Oh, look at that. Look at that. This guy's weak. Yes, I am. He's weak. That's cool, because if I brought some 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 killer kill, this dude would be asleep in three seconds. <laughs> Not necessarily. It'll walk off my Not necessarily. <laughs> I'll eat first. <laughs> and then I'm going to Guarantee sleep. you that. <laughs> so, what is this big red? What is big red? What the fuck is that? It's cream soda. It's, oh, hell no. All right, we'll just have a burning throat. Oh, man, you'll be all right. Clink. 
Oh, you like my like my shot glass too? Yeah. God damn. Mm. Mm-mm. That was good. I'm just trying to get you to your to your other side, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, you can't be married to a Hispanic lady and don't. I dodge these motherfuckers all the time. <laughs> dope. I, my uncles know. I am dodging that. I am gone. Woo! Shit, man. This is fire. Dog, what's happening? It's hot in here. Oh, yeah. That's good. Jeez. You know, my bad, though. You really weren't supposed to shoot it. Oh, really? It's a sipping tequila. <laughs> he tells the dude, don't drink afterwards. <laughs> now my throat's on fucking fire. Yeah, sorry. I like the, I like the. Uh, I just wanted to share that though, man. Yeah, I appreciate it's, it's, it's you. Thanks, good. sir. It's good. We're um, forty-five percent bringing around these parts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Tuesday. What the fuck? <laughs> that shit probably gonna be wrapped up in hemp. And <laughs> shit, got all type of keef on it. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I smoke it. <laughs> It's going to take two days off afterwards. But there ain't no guarantee I won't fall asleep. <laughs> no, it's a guarantee you're going to fall asleep. <laughs> I already know. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. All right. Oh, man. Um, My ugly. Did I do ugly? No. no go ahead. You Were you doing ugly? your ugly? No, I think you ahead. asked me. Oh, okay. Go ahead, uh, my ugly's not long or convoluted as usual. Um. But my ugly is is Rampage. Not that it was a bad show, but I feel like there just has to be more. If the plan is that it's not the main event or um, for old school WWF fans, Velocity or any of that, then it has to be presented better. And I'm not saying that Orange Cassidy isn't a star, but Orange Cassidy against um, uh, uh, um, QT Marshall in a uh, lumberjack match, that ain't it. <laughs> and I'm not saying that they don't have. <laughs> when they announced that on Dynamite, I said, "What?" So, and I feel like there's, there's all, there's like this pattern of throwaway rampage, throwaway rampage. Can't miss this rampage. Throwaway rampage, throwaway rampage. Can't miss this rampage. And it's like this pattern. And I feel like it, it you can have an hour show that matters a lot more than the one right now. Uh-huh. Um, and that's my only reason why it's ugly. It's not because I don't appreciate wrestling being on TV and that anything that they're doing on there is not quality. It's just that the ability to have a, a routinely off-the-chain show, um, the level of dynamite is there. Uh-huh. It's just you have to do it on a more consistent basis Yeah. to have that consistent audience and not the people who are like waiting to see what the card is. Like, okay, I don't wait to see what's on dynamite. I know it's going to be dope, so I just watch right. it. And to get that from Rampage, you gotta have consistency. Yeah. Ooh. Um. My ugly was it was kind of hard to choose, right? Because you have this match where it's Emma versus Shayna, and it's like, damn, this is what we doing with Emma already. She's jobbing. <laughs> like, so you got that, and then we get. Liv Morgan challenging uh, damage control only for us to get Tegan Knox. Honestly, I'd just rather Tegan Knox enjoy damage control. Uh, 
Apparently, she was supposed to be an original member anyway. Mm, um, she got released or hurt her. Yeah, yeah. But I would have liked the dynamic of Tegan now turning on Dakota Kai, much like how Dakota Kai turned on Tegan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had that. But then, to me, <laughs> you just got like something worse. Now they're trying to reintroduce Lacey Evans. I'm like, yo, you're trying to reintroduce. And, and granted, what you're trying to do does look a lot better than when you first brought her back. Mm-hmm. But it's the same fucking thing. And I'm like, so this is my actual ugly. You're repackaging Lacey Evans. In the same way. And it wasn't over before. So why would it be over right now? Mm-hmm. Or is this the only thing you could think of? Like this is just. I don't I don't know what else we could do. I got nothing else. This is the best I could come up with. And I'm telling you. Listen. All she needed to really do. Was get put into better storylines. And, and develop more wrestling skills. Mm-hmm. Her character was already over and working when she was just the Southern Belle. <laughs> to me, I thought that was that was a pretty good character. She had a good character. That character worked all the way up until she had got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so, why are we doing this? Right. I'm like, no, nobody's trying to get behind this shit. What is this? Like, contrary to popular belief, that whole USA and all these other countries type shit doesn't work right now. Right. Because I can care less. Like, I don't care about saying or rooting USA, oh, she's a former military. And not to say that I don't respect the fact that she served. All I'm saying is it doesn't not, move me. It's yeah. not it's not the the needle mover, so to speak, for you. Right. Yeah. And I think for a lot of other people. And that's the reason why you're doing what you're doing right now because it didn't work. And truth be told, the American badass was one of the worst characters under Taker Hat. I am American badass. I just want to put that out there. I don't think y'all really understand that. You may not think that. And maybe because in nostalgia, when you think about it nostalgically, when people talk about The Undertaker, I don't hear people talk about like, oh man, my favorite time with The Undertaker was when he was the American badass. I just don't. Nobody talks about that. But if I sat there and said my favorite time of CM Punk was the summer of punk. Like that. Mm-hmm. Or like for instance, um the straight edge punk. That was my favorite version of punk. Or 
shit. Like, even when we talk about X-Pac, uh, you know, some people's favorite version, or for nostalgia reason, might be when he was one, two, three kid. Mm-hmm. This is true. Or Hogan. When he turned and became NWO. W. Hogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm just saying... When I go back and people talk about favorite versions of... Because obviously characters change and shit like that, you know. Like, for most people, this version of Seth Rollins, the visionary, might be their favorite version. Mm -hmm. But I like the Kingslayer. I thought that was a good version of Seth Rollins. I'm just saying... I don't hear anybody say the American Badass is like their favorite version. So I go back and I say that even then, well, maybe then people actually like the American Badass. But like now, people are not talking about that though. Right. Understand the times that we are in and understand that like, whew, you got an uphill battle to try to get this over. Right. I ain't saying that you can't. It's just not going to be that Anything easy. is possible. But yeah. It's a different America. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to really try to get this shit passed and, and over. Mm-hmm. Like, you're really going to have to try hard. And and I feel sorry for Layson because this shouldn't be what it comes down to. And, and granted, she could have input in wanting to do this character and having development. Um... Like, not having development, but being a part of the development of this character. And I would give her the same advice. Like, uh, I wouldn't do it. Like, I think you could still speak to being American. But being that Southern Belle, I think, already showed us and represented what you were about in the first place. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, Yeah. The repackaging of Lacey Evans is my ugly, sir. Um, I have nothing else to add. All right. With that said, be sure to check out 1515 Nav and all other content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other type of podcast platform you choose to use, such as Stitcher or whatever the case may be. Just type in 1515 Nav. You can find us on, uh, and then you can find a podcast such as Equal Opposites, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, or Slurry Truth. You can go straight to our website, 1515 Nav. Go to that pull down the podcast. You can find all those podcasts. You can always see the, the blogs too. Um, you can um, click on the Instagram, go follow us. Y'all click on the Amazon banner, go support the site. We greatly appreciate that. Got Christmas coming up. You have to do your Christmas shopping if you ain't done. Um, we greatly appreciate that. And with that said, it is me, Stuart Pro. It's Miller. And we out. Jamming on the one. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad.